Sunday, January 4th, it's a worldwide professional wrestling spectacular that only happens once a year live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan, Wrestle Kingdom 9. There's nowhere I'd rather be than ringside in Tokyo. What a night. What athletes. What an event. Global Force Wrestling presents New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 9, live from the Tokyo Dome, Sunday, January 4th, exclusively on pay-per-view. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abraham. I'm Doug Teenager of the year. Don't step on my intro. And we welcome you to episode 205 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are everywhere. We're on, everywhere. We're on that shit. Uh, we're on wow. uh, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, Twitter at WNS Podcast, at WNS underscore Daniel, at Tyler underscore Aver. Boom. Good stuff. We're also on twitch.tv slash WNS Podcast for all of your let's watch someone else play video game needs. So uh, really good stuff. So welcome to the show. Got quite a bit to talk about. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're going to dive into your feedback, talk a little bit about NXT TakeOver, TLC, Raw, Hot Topics, Q&A, all that and more. Why are we chasing waterfalls? You said TLC. Oh, Yes. I figured you would have gone, gone for like, so I creep. Yeah. Just keep it on the down low. There you go. So welcome to the show. So I Yeah. Tyler, how you doing? Doing good. Doing yeah? Good. Hanging in there? Yeah. Doing good today? Yeah. Had a good weekend? Had a lot of wrestling to watch? Yeah. Good stuff. True. Dad, getting closer to Christmas. Have you gotten all your shopping done? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> have you even started? I, yes, I did. Okay. Uh, I get paid uh, Friday, and then I'm gonna finish the shopping with uh, that money. Good deal. Good that deal. money, Doug. How are you doing? I'm alright. Busy. Keeping keeping busy with work. Yep. Holidays are upon us, and yep, lots of stuff going around. Um, how's your Christmas shopping going? Uh, I've only bought for one person. Yeah, that's him. Hey, that's the most important. Got to watch out for number one, right? Oh, no. Not, not myself. I'm oh. not that. I'm a selfish asshole, but I'm not <laughs> that much of a selfish, selfish asshole. Do you ever buy a present selfless. like for yourself and wrap it and, or put it in a bag? Or? Year-round, year-round. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't wrap it and stuff. I just The bags are like, they say Best Buy and Walmart or Target or yeah. wherever you happen to be shopping from. That's I, cool. I guess I'm that asshole because... Uh, you buy yourself uh, presents? Well, no, not really. But I've been a buy and trying to buy those amiibos. Yeah, uh, that is that is Amiibo become fever. that has become your life oh here my lately. God, I've been so fucking obsessed. The past few days, it's not good. It's unhealthy. No, it's not, man. I got the I'm gonna scratch. We're gonna amiibos. yeah. We're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna crack. have to have an intervention for you. I'm kind of worried. Free crack giveaway. Yeah, I don't know how that, how well that's gonna turn out. But uh, so welcome to the show. <laughs> Gotta collect them all. Yeah. No, this isn't Pokemon. This is it's just amiibo. Gotta collect them all. No, you don't. They have some Pokemon in it. <laughs> well, they, well, yeah, they do. Are they gonna have Mewtwo as one? 
I hope. Since isn't he supposed to be like DLC? Yes. Okay. Gotta fuck them all. Whoa. You took that a different turn there. I just did. Why would you do that? So, uh, before it gets any worse, let's dive into some feedback. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from Mixer549 saying, UFC okay, okay. UFC is going to put a good fighter against Punk, and that'll be all she wrote for Punk. That's pretty much what we said. We said that he was... I said that it made sense for me for them to build him up. Mm-hmm. A couple of fights against some guys who knew that he knew they knew that he could beat, put him in there like in a real fight with a real fighter, built up a little bit, and then you know they'll shit talk have each a other. Draw. They'll shit talk each other, and they'll have a draw, and they'll draw like rates. Yeah. No one said that. See, no one on this podcast is walking around talking like CM Punk is going to be like a returning Anderson Silva or a returning <laughs> GSP. No one thinks. But they're that. also not going to put him in that match right. for the first match, right? So. I mean, so. He's going to be around for a while. At sure, least. sure. So, but yeah, but thanks for the feedback. We appreciate it. Next bit is from Parker saying, "Hey guys, thanks for the tips." And I live in northeastern Pennsylvania, so if you knew anyone around there, that would be great as far as uh, wrestling promotions. Uh, like all the most prominent independent wrestler uh, wrestling promotions outside of PWG, right on the Upper East Coast, man, you're like in the fucking middle of it. Yeah, Tommy uh, Dreamer does a lot of stuff around there too. Uh, I wish I was or, in that area. Or is man. that more New York? Uh, I, that's that's prime run, wrestling territory. Well, they're right there. they're running the arena, I, I believe. So at least since the arena reopened, so that's Philadelphia. <laughs> I know Chikara and Wrestling is Fun is based out of Philadelphia, so mm. I know that uh, their season is closed, but they'll be back next year in like January or February. But you're in that prime spot. Yeah, man, I would love to be around that area. I mean, no offense to the guy. I mean, I I mean, we have our wrestling promotion in our town then we have you know row for houston mm-hmm. but we don't get as much shows and companies as y'all do over in that area so. yeah so uh for anyone who's listening if uh if y'all happen to see if y'all happen to live in the northeastern pennsylvania area or in pennsylvania in general and uh know of any upcoming uh you know upcoming events make sure to post about it in the uh on the youtube link so, okay, for look, parker to see uh parker chikar is running the arena, which is the old ECW arena, is now called the 2300 Arena. Nice. Uh, January 25th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I don't know how close you are, but it can't be any further than we have to drive to see wrestling. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, also, Sunday, February 8th in Norristown, Pennsylvania, also a Chikara show. These are all next seasons. So, uh, also, CZW runs out of that area a lot. Um ROH is based where like home hometown is is uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at least. So they don't run there as consistently as they once did. But I mean, you'll be able to catch a show there a couple of times a year. Basically, any independent company that you would want to see is going to run in your area. You don't even have to look. I mean, I mean, you may have to look for dates and times and arenas, but anybody you want to see, you can see with a short drive. Yeah. And you know, it's just some. It's just one of those things. You know, you just find a group near you and start asking some questions to those guys, and there you go. You got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's New England, the East Coast, the Midwest, Southwest, all kinds of stuff. Let's see. Uh, uh, here we go, Pennsylvania, <laughs> big champs. So, uh, uh, let's see. There's in Philadelphia, American Championship Pro Wrestling, Combat Zone Wrestling. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just reading off this list. Dragon Gate USA 
has been known to be out there. Extreme Rising, uh, Pittsburgh International Wrestling Cartel, Philadelphia Keystone Championship Wrestling, Lancaster Championship Wrestling, and Lancaster obviously. Uh, Mechanicsburg Pro Wrestling Entertainment, hmm. uh, McKeesport. Pro Wrestling Express, Ring of Honor, Harrisburg, Ultimate Wrestling Experience. Look, I just said that fucking, uh, <laughs> those Chikar shows, look, here is Ring of Honor is running Philadelphia January 24th. Yep. Uh, also at the arena, the arena. Get, get to the fucking arena. They're going to have some wrestling shows that you're going to want to see. Yeah, go, uh, go on Wikipedia and type in list of independent wrestling promotions in the United States. Uh, and then you can just scroll down to, to the area that you need. Um, Don't even have to do that. Ring of Honor, CZW, Chikara, all those companies run that place all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. So there you go. So good stuff. Uh, Next bit of feedback we have is from Richard saying, I think CM Punk lied about how the WWE treated him. Uh, Did anyone hear what Corey Graves said on NXT R Evolution? He said that the WWE doctors told him to retire, retire because of too many concussions. In my opinion, if they look out for NXT talent, you know they're going to look after top superstars. CM Punk is going to get his ass whipped, hopefully by the Green Power Ranger. What you going to do when Richard runs wild on you? Woo! Hashtag Owens, hashtag C-Nation. Uh, well, to me, that's just like a trolling comment or <laughs> you're looking to have a contrarian opinion because you think... Woo. Don't woo me. Woo. Let, me get, let me get my point and then get to your woos. They conveniently had someone retire because of concussions two weeks after CM Punk made a big big deal out about their concussion test being an absolute fucking joke. And the people's and the people you question in that is is Punk and not the, the other people. Don't you think that's a little convenient that they, that they make a big deal, that they do anything they can do to not address it directly? They make the vaguest like medical statement possible. Um uh, and then magically they have someone that needs to retire two weeks after Punk makes the biggest fucking hubaloo about all this fucking bullshit. And now, now, when's the last time you heard of a guy retiring before that? And he just magically they have a guy that needs to two weeks after. Come on, man, you're you're either troll you're either trolling or you're the most naive person I've ever met. <laughs> Who you haven't even personally met. But, uh, you know, I mean, you think of Santino semi-retiring, uh, Edge retirement. The Edge wasn't concussions. Was Santino no. concussions? No, his was neck problems, though. Well, uh, this is specifically concussions, which is he's calling bullshit on, like, yeah. after points is whatever. Yeah. So there you go. Interesting stuff. And speaking of NXT TakeOver, our evolution that Mind happened. you, we, we, we perfectly said that we didn't agree... Or at least me personally, I said I didn't agree with everything that Punk said, like yeah. in his in in the in the fucking interview. But I don't think that's something that he was to be questioned about. I feel like that is something the WWE. If you're looking at someone who's not telling the truth, it's probably them in this circle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, again, it's one man's side against another. So you know, take it for what you can. But uh, NXT Takeover did happen this Thursday. Got the internet buzzing for sure. Um, really entertaining stuff i mean you could tell that these guys are hungry to to prove that they belong in the on the main roster and um you know they went out and tore the house down i saw pictures of uh kevin owens he's bleeding yeah he uh he was in the opening contest uh he went up against cj parker and cj parker does oh, the like hippie a guy? yeah palm he, strike he does a palm strike and it 
you know, I guess it just connected too flush and split his nose open. And uh, uh, C.J. Parker also had a nasty cut on his hand uh, from it. So it was, I mean, it sounded sick um, just from the from the smack. Um, you know, so Kevin Owens, you know, had the opening contest and, you know, got the fans all hyped he up. He was, uh, I saw, uh, well, I saw a little bit of it. Um, and I don't know how you can get away, I mean, Maybe you can help me. Uh, what was the move that he did that he he picked him up when mm-hmm. he went down? Like the neck hit the the knee. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Steen does moves like that. I don't yeah. know. It just seems dangerous to me. I don't know the the stuff behind it. I mean, it could be safer than I think. Oh, I don't know. That yeah. looked pretty bad. Come here, let me try it. <laughs> kind of flipped him or something, and like how he like picked him up and landed him. And his neck hit the knee or something like. Hmm. I don't know. It was weird. Odd, but uh, yeah, I mean they he Steen uh, or Owens, I should say, uh, came out definitely got the crowd hyped up, did a did a good dive and it was an entertaining matchup. Uh, it's basically an extended squash. Yeah. Uh, the craziest thing in all of this is that the former Drake Younger, who now is in developmental working as a ref, like a notorious deathmatch dude, was the guy frantically trying to clean the blood off. Like Owen's face, which is sort of <laughs> like high comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it's, it's I don't know. It's like the deathmatch f- guy is like, no, we can't have blood. Well, I mean, it's not his call. It's just funny that right. the guy who's like so not synonymous because he did plenty of wrestling without deathmatches, but uh, deathmatches were like a, a good a, a big deal in his career because he did them for so long, mm. and he's like the guy trying to clean blood off guys in matches. Nice. But yeah, um, I thought it was a good, you know, a, fi- a fine start. Like I said, I got the uh, the crowd amped up. Um, what were some of your favorite matches, Doug? Of of or not necessarily matches, but moments. I mean, obviously they're. I mean, I'm used to his spots. Like I think Tyler was trying to like talk about the um, it's sort of like a pump handle, like neck breaker that he does over the knee. He's got the pop up power bomb. I mean, they're all stuff that he does. He does the he does the cannonball. He does the sort of like. Uh, front flip like leg drop on the down guy like all this shit is like like standard scene stuff that uh mm-hmm. spots uh i mean he's just he's taking his big spots that are going to work with him like in 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 this sort of match you know i mean yeah. it, it, he's he's gonna do what guys like you know what brian did they're gonna take what they can make work from their old style into what is more expected? I don't see that working. That thing, that pump handle into that work on the main roster. I just don't see that move. Or a package pile driver. Well, he'll he'll develop as he goes along. So I mean, that's why they have him there and not the main roster is to to see what works and and what doesn't. Um, but I mean, there were a lot of fine matches uh, on on here uh, on our. Our evolution or revolution, however you want to say it, uh, you know the divas match was spot on. The the main event was spot on. The tag matches were were great. Um, uh, the, do we have? Uh, yeah, my guy was on there, Henzo. No, they weren't on there. Um, yeah. and they came out at the end uh, to celebrate. Um, but um, but yeah, Doug, what were some of your favorite moments on the on the whole card? Uh, just stuff that really stuck out. I mean, this is sort of plays more into the Owen stuff, but I personally was shocked that they were going to hot shot a Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing, yeah. like with the, um, 
Zayn won the belt. Like they sort of like celebrated and like sort of as they were going fading away with the credits. Not the credits, but the uh, what do you call it? the, the uh, little banner insignia on, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like uh, Steen attacked them, and I thought, really? Mm-hmm. It's weird for them. Like they have such a storied past. It's so weird that they went like straight through that. And, yeah. Uh, me and Daniel were talking about it. I guess uh, Sunday, and I guess that probably means that. Zayn is probably not going to be much longer in NXT. That he's mm-hmm. probably going to get like shoved up on the roster relatively quickly. Or I don't think they would hotshot this feud if he was not if he was longer in NXT. Yeah, because you would expect the the Neville uh, Zayn feud to, to continue because obviously the champ has lost his title. He wanted like a rematch. Um, but, I think Neville's gone though. I think they're just going to put him on. Yeah, I think they might do that as well. Um, but I think the. Uh, you know, some of the moments that stood out for me, the VOD villains uh, entrance. Like, I don't get to watch NXT too often, so I'm really glad I don't I think that. I don't think the VOD villains gimmick it would work. It, w- gonna, it wouldn't, but, you know. It, I mean, on the main roster, I don't think it would work. Right. It, it works fine in NXT because those that crowd gives them a little bit more rope. Like, right. You know what I mean? But, for, for people who see them for the first time, they're going to be like, what is this? Right. But, you know, the people, like, we've talked about this several times about the crowd in NXT, how they're, you know, it's a repetitive crowd. They know, you know, they they know what's going on. They're very invested. Whereas, you know, you, you go from city to city, you're taking a chance. Like, okay, who knows what's going on and who's here just to bring their kid, you know? Right. So, um, you know, I'm. It's sort of like the Impact Zone, except for half of the Impact Zone was filled with people just from the theme park, and the other half, like yeah. these people actually yeah. came to see this show. The right. same, the same people came. Which is to a certain extent that happened in the impact zone, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe like half of that crowd was there for that reason. Kind of yeah. People who live in that area, right? You're like, oh, let's go see this. But that, I mean, that's this? I still think that's kind of cool, though. Uh, I don't know the ascension. The ascension is sort of weird. Uh, I haven't seen a ton of ascension matches, but uh, from my understanding, this is sort of one of their better matches because I think they lean to the squash side, from yeah. what I've heard. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, like, if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to work, like, if if they're that dependent upon, like, having squash. They're going to have to come in and be dominant, but it's like the tag division in the WWE is so thin. Like, who are they going to be dominant against? You can't be dominant against the New Day because they're just beginning. Yeah. I mean, you've got Los Matadores, which they'll probably run over. A couple of times. Usos. Usos are probably going to be their last stop. Gold Dust and Stardust. I mean, I wouldn't think well, they would touch Slater Miz Gator. Now. Maybe. I don't know. Slater Gator. Slater Gator can't even get in the fucking tag on it. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Adam um, Rose and the Bunny, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, and those are just like thrown together teams. I don't know. I don't know how much legs those guys have. I'm just worried that when that when they get to the main roster, there's just, there's nothing going to be there for them. It's like, okay, you're here. Good luck. See you later. Well, even if they had squat, even if they had jobbers lined up for them to squash, you're only going to do that for so long, and mm-hmm. then yeah. like you have to have, be able to have more than just a squash match. Yeah. So that that's the only thing that worries me for these guys who are coming up. It's like. Okay, you're coming up. You're gonna be. You're ha- you have to fill someone's spot, and you gotta establish yourself with the crowd, so that they know whether to cheer or boo you. You know, 
Unlike the impression they're coming in as heels. Yeah. I mean, the gimmick. Definitely. I mean, the tough guy gimmick could play either way. I mean, really, although they do seem to be leaning to the heels. Yeah, and the fact that they added, like, the war paint on their heads. I'm not, you know. I got, like, a Kratos vibe. Like, they have, like, the the chest gear and all that. Yeah. People were saying it's combining LOD uh, with demolition. Not enough spikes for that. Not yeah, no, well, not enough spikes, but you know, you just, that's a more modern take on it. Sure. Um, I mean, big, big, tough guy, like bulky, like muscle yeah. dude tag team. Yeah. I guess. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I hope that they get something good because the tag division isn't exactly the that's strongest I, point. I know right that sounds now. bad, but that's what I fear for a lot of people from NXT. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> I know that's their goal. Mm-hmm. To get in there, they want to make a fan. And look, hey man, some people are successful. Look, I mean, look at um, uh, uh, Seth Rollins, yep. Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. They're working themselves up, but they're mm-hmm. not at the bottom. Well, and they were also brought in and had a lot of focus on them for over a year. They also worked with Triple H, so yeah, that's, that's the key. They too, were some Triple H boys. I really do so. think. I'm not trying to be an ass. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, NXT, for, for all intents and purposes, is a Triple H show. I mean, yeah. they've got that. What did, I forget who they say the writer is for uh, who wrote the show or is currently writing NXT, but most of this this shit was attributed to that one writer guy who, who I'm sorry, but his name is escaping me at the hmm. moment, in Triple H, so, I mean. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen a couple pictures that Triple H has posted with him doing, like, the Wolfpack click symbol or whatever with Steen, Kenta, uh, Finn Balor. Um, basically all the, you know, the big five is basically what it is. Where it's Owens, Hideo, Balor. Because not everyone's going to be successful that comes up. Right. I'd say that. I mean, look at uh, Adam Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I honestly think that Adam Rose was put in way too soon. He had a catchy song that got over the, with the crowd, and so they said, okay, let's put him in there. We need another funny guy. And so, all right, well, now what do you do with him? Well, he's the funny guy. Okay, have him feud with his bunny. You know. I don't know. I just hope those those guys that we're talking about, Finn Balor, you know, uh, Hideo, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin, you know, Sammy, you know, Adrian, all those. I just hope that they're very successful when they get on the main roster, which I'm, yeah. I am, and I know scared. I know a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. I know a lot of people want to see them on the main roster. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, sorry. That sounds let bad. them let them make sure that they have something big for these guys before you bring them up. Don't just throw them in there, you know, with nothing going for them. I mean, hell, look at Emma. You know, they brought her in with not a whole lot of hype, and now you barely even see her. You know, like, what's going to happen when they bring Charlotte in? Because she's developing quite rather well uh, for the time that she's been in there. So, you know, like, when they bring her in, are they, you know, just going to toss her to the wayside? No, she's she's like top tier material so and I, I saw one comment that's that's saying you know uh give credit to the give credit to the women who wrestle in nxt but give more credit to uh sarah del rey because isn't she the trainer down in nxt so give yeah. her the more you know more of the credit because the women's wrestling in nxt is 
vastly superior to uh, to the WWE's maybe, main maybe roster. Maybe some of those girls on the main roster needed to train with her. Maybe they do. I mean, you know, I don't want to say it's repetitive in the divas in the divas world, but it is. You know, they don't have very many established move sets. Uh, too many matches ending with roll ups. Whereas on NXT, they're I mean they are throwing down. Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe you need to have some of them go down there and train well, with her. Well, I, I think right off the bat, it's unfair to uh, to even compare Raw and NXT because they're ran by different people in the company. Well, like, yeah. Like, Vince doesn't fucking touch NXT. He doesn't... I mean, mm-hmm. he's a guy who all the, the buck fucking stops with Vince on anything on the main roster. Yeah. And he doesn't touch NXT. So, you got a guy who was so, like, defensive that he had to... To unpromptly tell people that he wasn't old and out of touch, like on, on Austin's <laughs> podcast, and then you know, so you're that self-aware, you're that self-conscious, you're probably out of touch. Mm-hmm. Which is Vince is like, you can't ever take away what Vince has done, right. but it's getting time where he's fu- he's an old fucking man now, and there ain't no shame in being an old fucking man because he did a lot with his life. I mean, that's yeah. But I mean, I mean, you can't say like, well. You just can't compare Raw and NXT because they're not ran by the same fucking people. Right. And they, you know, it's just not ever going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Even, even the, the the women's, like, in NXT, if they're going to give the women a little bit of time to tell a story and have a nice little match. You know, you can shit on the fucking Divas all day, and a lot of it is deserved, some of it isn't, but what the fuck are they going to do with the two minutes they're given anyway? I yeah. mean, like. You know, it's not, it's not all, a lot of their criticism is earned, but some of it isn't. I mean, I think like expectations are a little like askew, like with that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. It's like, okay, if you're going to bring up some more people, you're going to be given less time to do something. So it's like, okay, go out there and have a great three minute match. Have fun. Show us what you got. It's like, oh, all right. You bring more people up, more people come in. Mm-hmm. Time to release some people. Yep. Oh, we got we got too many people on the roster. Time to do some cuts. So, I don't know. But all in all, I thought NXT TakeOver was really great. Uh, if you get the chance, make sure you check that out. Um, Doug, what were your thoughts on the Zayn and uh, Neville match? I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really good match. I thought, as a whole, the show was really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, not every match was all that, but yeah. that's sort of what you get with NXT and uh the the high points certainly like were enough to carry the show. Mm-hmm. Um, even the stuff that isn't like, even the stuff that isn't like top shelf on NXT is works because they do like the simple storytelling where everything makes sense. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. So even if they're not gonna fucking wow you bell to bell on the ring, at least what they're doing fucking makes sense. Yeah, like, and. You know, I I was doing tweeting uh, during the event, and uh, you know, throughout the whole night, I was just giving praise to the commentary team because they were adding to the story. They were adding importance to what was going on, as opposed to you know joking around. And how was Corey on the? I, I mean, he did fine. You know, there was there were a few you know crutches that he that they went to for him. It's like, oh yeah, you know these guys really well. You know, tell us about that. So, um, you know, but that's standard whenever a wrestler jumps on commentary um but all in all i think 
I think they did a, a, a great job in continuing the story. Like, they even threw in little trivia facts, you know, like the one with uh, Alex Riley saying, guys, you know, when Neville is in matches that last longer than 10 minutes, he's undefeated. You know, just it, it's the simple things that, that you add just for that little extra spice. Yeah, Riley's also sort of an asshole. He yeah. seems a little bitter, like the <laughs> flying cow comments and shit. Yeah. For, like, was like uh, and what do you make of all this, like, uh, free flying Riley cow. bullshit? He called. Ah. He called Owens a flying cow. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you make? A of, hint of jealousy there yeah, that he's not on the card. Yeah. He's like, man, I wish I could get back in there. If only I had enough talent. <laughs> did he, they just didn't see talent, or did he get hurt? I don't remember how he ended up. Uh, as just, a commentator. He just stopped wrestling. They, yeah. They I had, actually like him as a commentator. They had the I feud. Do. They had his feud with the Miz, and he was done. That was it. So. I don't know. But they, he, he didn't show me anything in the ring that I was, like, impressed with. I mean, yeah. But they can't keep on doing that to guys. They can't just keep on. They're not going to have enough room for people to be commentators. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already have probably, like, four or five guys uh, for commentator, plus Renee Young. Albert. Albert, Rich, Alex, Riley. Um, Corey. Corey Graves. And now uh, and also uh, Renee Young. So you got five people at least on the commentary for NXT. So, it's going to get a little crowded. But, uh, you know, all in all, really good stuff. Um, I felt the pacing in the main event was really well done. I liked, I loved the fact that they had the Zane, you know, battling his inner demon. Like, I have the belt. Do I the ref is down. Do I hit him? Do I take that? Do I, do I pull the trigger? Do I be that guy? Yeah. But he's like, no, I can't do it. I have to stick with my morals. You know, I'm gonna win. If I'm gonna win this, I'm gonna do it my way. And damn it, he sure did. And it was such a good moment. And you could tell that he was emotional. Kevin Owens emotional as well when he first appeared. Um, <laughs> well, they really are like best friends. They yeah. Just fucking. Oh, I'm talking about his debut when he first walked oh, out. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like when that, they were yeah, like that, embracing it. Yeah, that whatever. that as well. Uh, yeah, I completely jumped back to the beginning of it whenever yeah, yeah. he first walked out. Like. You know, he he got a little uh, misty-eyed there, um, which was, you know, really good stuff to see that, you know, he's like, I'm here, I made it, you know. Uh, but then then at the end for him to lead the charge of the locker room out there to embrace Sami Zayn and congratulate him, see that hug was really good, really touching moment. Um, and then powerbomb power right onto the apron, and that was a pretty sick powerbomb, too. I mean, that's another, like, standard Steen spot. I mean, mm-hmm. people. I heard a lot of people say, like... He's legit gonna, locked out. Well, I heard a lot of people say, like, they're going to fuck Steen up. Like, they're not going to let him do what makes him him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how, how do you fucking know? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> he's I think pretty fucking true to what he is. Yeah. I mean, I'm so weirded out by these, like, um, these fans who... Who like have the uh, like minimal awareness of these guys coming in, and mm-hmm. they know that they're going to be like the next cool thing. So they 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 tell everybody how they're the future and they're going to save <laughs> the WWE. But then, but then they maybe they've seen like a handful of YouTube clips or like a match they were in, so they think they have some grasp of what this guy yeah. what this guy's character is. Or they may have seen they've made, they may went to a show this guy was on. They're gonna tell him now. They're preaching from their like rooftops how <laughs> this guy's gonna save the company. And he might. These guys fucking deserve it. I'm yeah. not t- saying they don't. But this is like, this particular breed of like fan, they, they do this thing and then they're like, oh, they're gonna fuck him up or, and I just don't like. 
I'll admit, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'll admit I don't know a whole lot about Finn Balor and Hideo. Um, but, you know, obviously with a name like Kenta, you hear things, you hear sure. people talking. So I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, dude, these guys are like the greatest. I don't personally know. I no, haven't I, seen I'm enough not, of their I'm not matches. Saying, I'm not saying that you have, but right. I, I do see people who, who but like. It, but it builds that excitement. Sure. No, I, I don't want people. I'm glad these guys deserve to get that hype when they come in, and I and and I'm happy that these guys are getting people like to be like excited about mm-hmm. them, and I want them to succeed because they absolutely fucking deserve it. But like, I just <laughs> I would like for that to trickle down. So I'm like, I, I I like I guess I guess what sort of baffles me is like that. I guess a lot of people say they're like, um, I guess like two types of wrestling fans, and there's like that there's like like hardcore wrestling fans and casual wrestling fans. And mm. I think that's bullshit. I don't think casual wrestling fans exist in this day and age. Like I think like at least like at least American fan wise, I think there are WWE fans. There are pro wrestling fans. And then if you don't fit into either one of those, you're just not a fan period. Mm. And WWE people, I think will watch who will follow WWE. And even if they're hating it and like hate watching it at the moment and talking shit, like they're never going to like go find something like else to to, like make them feel better about it. And then I think (laughs) pro wrestling fans are people who are interested, interested in seeing pro wrestling, no matter what they got to do to see pro wrestling, Mm -hmm. like find another company, go on the internet, pirate, steal, pay, buy DVDs, whatever. Like those people are just going to watch wrestling. And I, like, I, I guess what sort of fascinates me is like these guys, like these people know, like they have enough of an ear to the street to know that these guys mean something when they come in, but they don't ever go like try and like see those guys who are going to be coming next or like mm-hmm. they fucking hate that they will talk shit. And believe me, WWE is deserving of a lot of the shit talking these past few months it's <laughs> been getting, but these people are fucking hate watching and they're like, why not go find like these guys that are coming up behind Steen and coming up behind Kenta and coming yeah, up behind Bokken. Like go watch you go if you know these uh, this, these great people exist out there now because it's being presented to you, why don't you go and find something that you're going to enjoy instead of like, it's like if the W if it's not presented to me free on my TV, like I don't give a fuck. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything until it gets there. I'm just sort of fascinated by like, and I guess it's just I guess like I said, I believe that they're WWE fans and they're person fans, and that sounds probably hypocritical coming from us because we primarily cover WWE, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll talk whatever, whenever. I mean, like, <laughs> that's not, and I'm not calling, I mean, that's, these guys Tyler have, and I move off and, these guys have commitments and, like, yeah. <laughs> they can only commit to so much. And I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying, like, it's sort of, like, I don't, I don't understand, like, these people who, like, hate watch this shit and then, but then they know they can just go find something, like, more entertaining, but mm-hmm. won't. I don't, understand. I think people like to hate, they, they love to just complain all the time. It's yeah. like, I don't know. It's not just, as good as the attitude era. No, I just it's so it's just weird to me. I don't know. Not as good as CM Punk. It's like, oh, dude, these guys are the future. Really? What's your favorite match with this guy? Oh, I mean, you know. so many to choose from. Yeah. Uh, like that guy you said you saw at Walgreens who wore that band shirt, and you're oh. like, hey, what's your favorite album? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got the five. Could have got the five. Could get the five, but uh, I don't know. I just like I don't know. I just would like to see some of that excitement trickle out into some people who could probably use the support now. Or 
just shut up with all the hating and like go or go find something to make you like happy. Yeah. And as far as like, you know, people worried about, oh, they're going to change this guy. You, know, you don't know what there is to change. If you- Yeah. I mean, you don't know exactly what they're going to do. Like as far as Finn Balor, I didn't I don't know a whole lot about him. I know that he sometimes will use the war paint. And so I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And, you know, a lot of people were worried. Are they going to let him? They're not going to let him do the war paint because he does a lot of characters that are, you know, licensed like sure. Venom or Carnage or the Joker or Bane. You know, they're not going to let him do that. They're going to take everything that's great about him away. And, you know, then they come out, you know, on the on the takeover and he's got the war paint on. And the fans are going nuts. You know, my take on that was, OK, they're they're excited because the WWE is letting him do that. Sure. And- um, Sure, like is Venom like a it's trademark? Like, yes, character? they're gonna yes. keep they're gonna but keep that about him. When he, I mean, you can like vaguely do like a Venom thing without it without it mm. being so like Venom, you know, whatever. But my, I guess like my point about that is like it's it's great that people are like, I hope they let Devitt be Devitt, yeah, like Baylor, Baller. Let let these but, guys be the guys that got them there. Yeah, but my problem is, like, most of the people I see shouting this shit from the rooftops, I never saw talking about his fucking New Japan shit in the first mm-hmm. place. And that's, like, not... It's like, not, let's hear you talk about him before the day they <laughs> no, signed it's, him. No, it's not even that. I'm not, I'm not trying to present this, like, hipster thing where I'm like, well, guys, you know, like, I was, <laughs> what I'm trying to say I didn't is... I about him before. I'm trying to say, like, if, like if, that, if that means enough to you, like, then... Holy like, shit! I went back and watched his match with such and such. They, or, or don't just try and sound cool. Like if if you don't know what it is about him that you're worried that it's going to be changed, like don't act like you like mm-hmm. you know. It's just weird. I don't know. I find it weird. Though, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just sit down and enjoy the ride, and then uh, then make your assumptions a little bit later. Good for all these guys. I'm glad yeah. they're fucking. Man, I'm just thinking like, what would happen if if Balor, Hideo, Zane, Neville, and Owens all came in at the same time as a stable. And not necessarily went the shield route, but similar as in we've got something planned for you guys. Like that would be a big that would be a lot to have to do, especially with five guys. But I think I just think that's too focused. I feel like Yeah. You'd have to bring them in separately, but you know, like this. These five guys are like that next wave of of the future. Like whenever they brought in, uh, you know, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, like through that ECW, you know, superstar initiative or whatever that they had. Right. When they brought in a few new guys, like this is that next wave. And I Tyler Rex. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Matt Striker. Um, but you know, like even hey man, Magic Strikers calling Wrestle Kingdom with Jim yeah, Ross. He is. There's shame in that game. No, and every week on uh, every week on Lucha, Lucha Underground. Underground. <laughs> that that gets played a lot. Um. <laughs> also, lots of street shots of like cars. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I think it's. That's all I know. It's like okay, <laughs> I can stop fast forwarding now. I see streets. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> but. Uh, what was the thing? But like going even further back, when Cena and Lesnar and Batista and Orton all came in around the same time, you know, and they're and now they're referred to as the class of what like two thousand two or whatever it was, you know. Oh, Orton came in way before Cena, like what, like three or four months or something like that. It was. It, well, I don't think it was that far. Uh, it was probably like a six month max. I think. I mean, they're like ballpark the same. Yeah. 
somewhere around the same. They've you know they've been in the business. They were all like an Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. right? Um, but that's yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Like you know these these guys are going to be coming in and just wow, ushering that new future. And I think hopefully, oh, I hope it's going to be great. So um, so yeah, so if you get the chance, if you have the network, if you have means to watch it, definitely check out NXT Takeover. I want to want before we. I just want to clear up before we go into TLC, mm-hmm. which was not a great show. <laughs> uh, I don't want to come across like I'm discouraging people from love these guys. These guys are worthy of your love. Yes, continue loving these guys. Love. Yeah. So. So much love. Yeah. Can, can you feel the love tonight? Oh, I just got the joke. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, definitely go back and check that out if you have the chance. Lucha Dragons and Vaudevillains, all that good stuff. Your mom, uh, as Tyler says. Uh, so, yeah. So, we had TLC this past Sunday. Um, okay. Um, you know, we had the kickoff match. We saw the, the New Day defeat Golden Stardust. I think that's what it was. I get to see that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you didn't miss a whole lot. I still feel like there's a whole lot of discussion on what are they doing with the New Day. Nothing. Um, yeah. I didn't like Stardust's, uh, green attire. It was kind of weird. But, uh, we do have the first matchup, which I think was probably the best match of the night. Uh, Dolph Ziggler going up against, uh, Luke Harper in a, uh, ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. And these guys beat the holy hell out of each other. Holy crap. Yeah. There was this one part where I think um, Ziggler was on the outside, Mm -hmm. and he had the ladder, and Harper ran through or something like that. And we thought that it, it like, broke his arm or something like that or fucked up big time. And we were like, holy fuck, he's really hurt. (laughs) And we believed it. There's not too many times where we, you know. There's not too many moments where we'll be like, oh, my God, I think he just, like, killed himself. Yeah, or like he he's in pain. It's like they're gonna have to call this fucking match. I mean, he was obviously in pain, but he got I mean, very he, lucky that it wasn't it, a break. Or oh anything my like that. fucking god! Yes. So, <laughs> so you know, um, Doug would be back in a little bit, but he he was like, "Holy shit!" And yeah. it's like, I mean, I feel like out of all of us, if it was someone that it was, it's hard, really hard to like, or like to say, "Hey, this is." Grab the attention like it's that. Doug too. Yeah. I mean, all of us. I mean, of course, but. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this match was hard hitting, very, uh, very nice use of the ladders. You know, a there's lot a of... few matches where they were like fucking hurt, look like they fucking hurt each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was blood. Uh, Ziggler was bleeding from the nose. Uh, oh yeah, Harper, Harper was... cut himself under the armpit and yeah. then on the side, I think, uh, on his other side, and then also on his arm for whenever he landed on the ladder. God damn! <laughs> like these guys went to town on one yeah, another. Like refs, like oh, let me put the gloves on. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are saying that this is one of the better ladder matches of all time. Uh, not necessarily the best, but definitely one of the hardest hitting for sure. Um, you know, because I mean, they'll set up a certain, they'll set up certain spots and stuff. But this one was like, I'm going to take this ladder and I'm going to use it as a weapon, you know, and then we're just going to beat the hell out of each other. And then it, we're going to go for the, then we're going for this the This was title. probably my favorite match of the night. Yeah. Uh, these guys, you know, put on a great show. The crowd was hyped for it. Um, you know, they, it was just a really good match. Also, a fucking hot shot of the title again. Yeah. So uh, Ziggler ends up getting the victory. 
uh, defeating Luke Harper and becoming hey, the hey, new hey, hey, Intercontinental hey, hey, Championship. Hey, hey. Uh, Doug, now that you have returned, let's talk about you know that that dive that Harper did and uh, the reaction that that it made you have. I don't know if he really hurt himself or he, it was just a really good sell job, but we thought <laughs> he really like broke his arm or something. Yeah, it was it was pretty nasty. And Tyler was saying, you know, it it takes quite a bit for that kind of reaction from us. Uh, you know. It's just, it was so, it was such a sick fall. Yeah, they replayed. I was surprised with the replay because I thought when they replayed from the other angle, it was going to be his arm was going to be like bent at some like fucked up angle or something. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, it's just like the impact he hit with. But uh, I also thought like maybe after they did that and Ziggler ran up the ladder, like, oh, they uh, kind of finished it. They yeah. changed to went to the finish. Yeah. yeah. Quick, go climb the ladder. I mean, he had to be. Somewhat okay to finish the, I mean, to finish the match in the way that he finished it, yeah. like using it. So, I don't know. Yeah, but the cuts, the blood, <laughs> the bruising—it was just hard hitting and a really solid matchup. Um, yeah, I thought this was really good. Yeah, so uh, probably you know, Tyler and I. Man, I've been on, uh, I've been on Ziggler's dick lately. I don't know <laughs> I, his fa- his past few pay per view matches. I've been like right he's on been, Ziggler. Right he's on. been. Uh, Stepping his game up, sure, sure. So, uh, the right, really good stuff. Right on the dick. I think, uh, I think now, I'm traditionally not a guy who's all up on Ziggler's dick either. Yeah. So, um, like, get that dick away from me. <laughs> he's trying to prove himself, and even the commentators were like, you know, this is the night. This is the match that defines him. You know, he's this is going to prove that he can be the guy. This is Ziggler's dick. So, uh, this is his dick. Go ahead and hop on. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Tyler and I both said that it was our match of the night. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. For sure. So, uh, for sure. Really good stuff. Not a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I hey, did. I went back and listened to can our. We, can we rewind? Can, did you? Guys, in the middle of my like bullshit whiny like fucking NXT ranty thing that I just did, do you guys? You guys made allusion to the fact that you're like moving on and leaving me. What was that about? Well, because you were talking about you know I'll talk any kind of wrestling for anyone, and I was gonna say because you know you made the this is like foreshadowing fans set your watches to when they eventually (laughs) leave the podcast. Well, because you were talking to us before the show uh, last week about how whenever we get married, you know the two of us get married to our significant others, and then we start popping out some babies and stuff like that. We're not gonna have time for you or the show. Uh, in which case you would find some replacements, and on that day when that happens, when you take over. Uh, then you can have you can talk about any promotion that you want. I know we tend tend to focus on uh, WWE's product, but you know that would be your show to to run the way well, you see fit. Wouldn't be a replacement. Yeah, can't, you can't replace this. No, I have to be a whole new show with a different name and stuff. Yeah, you already have that worked out. Wrestling Are you already working force. on a new shirt? New shirt. Wrestling newscast. Force. Wrestling newscast. <laughs> best number one most. <laughs> No, I ain't showing. If 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 you got a the time comes, I'm not showing for nobody else. You have a support <laughs> by Shane Douglas. You have <laughs> the best number one most podcast. You're like, just go with that. I got a drop for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna get like a white shirt and a sharpie and podcast. right whatever it is that your your show is gonna Shane be. Douglas face on it. No, the Doug Doug's Wrestling Podcast Show. No, I would never. By Doug. I would never put my name on the title. No. Okay, the Let's Talk Wrestling from all over the world. You guys are really show. trying to sell me on this new show, shit. Y'all try? Y'all ready to quit or what? <laughs> no, I'm not ready to quit. I'm happy. I'm happy where we are. Which, by the way, uh, that reminds me, the, the day of we're recording this, it is the uh, WNS podcast birthday. So, yeah. 
Is it? Yeah. Wow. Turning four. It's really cool stuff. Celebrate with us. Woo! We are big boys now. Yep. We got our depend wait now. Big boy pants. Yeah, on. big boy pants. Let's just go with that. Not what I was We're not saying. old. You said nah. depends. You're about to say depends. No. Nah. <laughs> we depends. got our big boy pants now. It depends on how you're feeling. So uh so yeah, happy birthday. Celebrate with Thank us. You. Celebrate. Have a birthday. Uh, uh, have it's a birthday. It's Boxy's birthday. Boxy Brown, it's his birthday. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Well, let's go back into TLC. Um, next matchup was a stairs match between Big Show and uh, Big Red Eric Rowan. Email me. I'm trying not to let that catch on. Email so, me. Wait, what? you're like people who want to... <laughs> You guys were like, you guys were heavily foreshadowing quitting this week. The wrestling podcast training. <laughs> these guys, these guys have like <laughs> half one foot out the door. So people start emailing me your resume. I don't know what you're talking about. Both of my feet are firmly in this room. You guys are talking about quitting a lot. This I'm not week. going anywhere. All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. All right. Well, I mean, I got to go somewhere. I have to go home eventually. I can't just stay in this room. I want to see your nuts in Kelsey's purse, like Mr. Aber over there. Not that his nuts are in Kel- Kelsey's purse, but his oh, nuts are in Kelsey's purse. Why are your nuts in now. my fiance's purse? Motherfucker. <laughs> nah, Daryl has can't a- watch raw can't watch raw for the podcast up on Facebook out having dinner with people and shit. Who to have dinner with? <laughs> Someone more important than us, apparently. Amiibos. Amiibos. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. set them up. Yeah, Daryl has a firm grip on on your testicles no. in her no. purse. No. Whereas I'm Free to roam and Bull do as I please. Shit. All right. Okay. Bull I got you, Doug. Shit. I'll be here. We're talking about wrestling. Well, even if Tyler, if Tyler, qu- even if Tyler quits, I ain't quitting. We might have to rename the podcast. I don't think it'd be the same with him. Now you're kicking me out of the fucking door. You're <laughs> like, fuck it. We're not. We're not. We're not. Yeah, we already have the merchandise all right, okay. and the pictures and all that. You hear this shit? There, you're kicking me out of the fucking door. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to quit. I didn't do anything. We're kicking you out I'm of shit. I'm not kicking you out of anything. We're not kicking you out of shit. We're like dragging you here every week. <laughs> <laughs> You're like kicking and screaming, wanting about your fucking Amiibos. And I love Amiibos. <laughs> this is the Amiibo podcast. Yeah. What's uh? What's the what's the current now, count? Like last Where week, Tyler at? was like, "Let's do a toy podcast." Like, how about you? <laughs> Fucking focus on the podcast we have right now. <laughs> the one that's four years running now. We gotta do multiple podcasts. Yeah. Multiple? Alright. Well you do that. I need equipment. Let me see your card. No. You're not getting the card. I just got a new laptop. You have equipment what kind of equipment you get? I've got a microphone. You got two turntables? No. And a microphone? No. I just have two Where's I that? just have a microphone. Actually I have like three microphones. I have two USB microphones and a, a studio mic. Which one you need? I'll, I'll help you set up. Set up shop. Yeah. You want to do a video podcast? That'll take a while to upload. If they were doing a behind the music on our, our podcast, <laughs> like this would be the first like telltale sign they point to of like where shit went downhill yeah. if they broke up. It's like it that one st- show where they talk about breaking up a whole bunch. <laughs> it all started on the fourth anniversary of the podcast. <laughs> Well, what happened? We were sitting there talking about the show, <laughs> and, and Tyler Ted, Tyler mentioned something about amiibos, <laughs> and that's when Daniel was talking in a British accent. And I don't know what the fuck was going on. It's and then behind the story, man. Behind the story. Yeah, it's all behind the you story. Have a, uh, I'm supposed to have a British accent for that. Story? I don't care what kind of accent you can have. You can have you a Jamaican to, accent if you want. 
and <laughs> uh, I also was saying I was more than the boom boom guy. Yeah. Okay. So Big Show versus Rowan stairs match. Doug, what were your thoughts on this? Um, I just want to say before we go back into TLC, <laughs> nobody quit for the foreseeable future. Okay. Nobody. I'm let's not let's make a pact. Okay. Let's get some. Let's get some hands in here. Let's get a. I will, wo- give, I will guarantee you. Let's to get 2016. Wo- let's get a Woe Bundy going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's quitting the podcast. Nobody's quitting the podcast until when? No. Until when? At least when? At least the end of 2016. All right. Well, that's a that's almost this, a two year contract. This right there. this we just signed. We're we're exclusive uh, talent contracts to the WNS podcast for uh, until the end of Ever. 2016. All right. Forever. Yeah. All right, let's get a Woe Bundy. Woe Bundy! There you go. All right, I feel better about this. Yeah. Let's talk about this shitty pay-per-view. It's <laughs> a so Big Show versus Rowan, stairs match. Doug, you kick it off. Uh, Not good. Do you not have good. anything else to say about it? Uh, The stairs pyramid that they built? What? Was that, that? That was so lackluster. Yeah. There was a uh, part where... Was he on this? The big show was on stairs, or and then I think Rowan jumped off the top with another stairs, and like big show tried to roll out, but it kind of like yeah him in the back. Yeah, it caught him. Um, that was his fault though. He, it's he his rolled, job. Yeah, to go yeah. As far as the uh, the finish where Big Show put the stairs on Rowan, I was expecting them to put the stairs like more closer to his shoulders, where he could have just where lift he, them up at any time he wanted. Yeah, I mean they had him they had him pinned down, but. It doesn't take much to, you know, to just lift your shoulder off the ground. So I figured that, they would have at least done that. But that stair wall wasn't that great. Either. It was so lackluster. I mean, the material, yes, the stairs may weigh quite a bit, but the material is really thin. So whenever you go crashing through it, <gasps> it does not look that impactful. And there was that little you know, wobble sound with it. The wobble, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble. I think uh, what sort of overarching problem of this whole show is that they don't, they only tell you the rules to matches that they expect to exploit the rules for the finish, and the mm-hmm. rest it just means like whatever the fuck they want it to mean. Like yep. a stairs match, for instance, could mean, or a, sh- a stairs match should mean either one of two things. One, a match where stairs are illegal and nothing else is legal, mm-hmm. or a match in which to win, the finish has to involve stairs. Yeah. Uh, one of those two things. A not- giant row of stairs at the entranceway, and they have to climb their way to the top. Stair- sure. Stairway to heaven. Like, or, you know, like, a TLC should, and we'll get there, but a TLC yeah. should be a match TLC. in which... The tables, the ladders, and the chairs were illegal. Not television monitors, not kendo sticks, right. not guardrails in a uh, tables match. Sure. Yeah. But. No. Yes. I don't know. It's just. It's just. I didn't care for that match. Just, just make it mean something. I don't know. Yeah. And the problem, <laughs> the problem with this pay-per-view, aside from the fact that they didn't just change the title to Dem- Demolition Derby, because God knows they said it enough, um, is it's a spot fest. It's a three-hour-long spot fest. And so by the end of it, it doesn't matter what kind of show you're putting on, the crowd's going to be dead. You know? For, I'd say, at least the halfway point to the end, the crowd, for the most part, was dead. They didn't care. Right. They were just—they were worn out. You can't—you cannot have that. 
you know. And the fact the 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 part that bugs me the most is that you've got a match where the finish has to come with a table, right? So they have to go through a table. So and, that one makes sense. Uh, no, I mean, and in and I'm just using this no, as an yeah, example. Right, right, right. For for an example, it could have been the chairs match. When you use that weapon, it's supposed to take everything out of the opponent, correct? Mm-hmm. Like when you hit someone with the with the chair in the back, that's supposed to take them down or you know incapacitate should, them. Should do some when they go through a table, you know that's it; they're done. Well, in a TLC match, they went through tables. They were repetitively hitting each other with chairs and ladders and kendo sticks on the forehead. I mean, you know, and then they're getting right back up and doing finishes to each other. So when it's a spot fest like that that's three hours long, by the end of it you're like, okay, it's it's lost its allure and they're popping right back up from it. I mean, yeah, they're a little slow to get up to to sell it, but in the end it's like, okay, you know, Rollins went through the table and he didn't get back up. Ambrose went through the table, or Ambrose jumped off of a ladder, threw a table, and then got right back up, did it again, and then did it later from an even higher height. Well, I think the psychology of that is that the, Wyatt is the one that's supposed to be right. more impacted than, than himself. Mm-hmm. But my problem is not so much that I don't feel like the selling of the weapon shots is adequate enough. My problem is more so that in a pay-per-view full of gimmick matches, half of your matches are not matches that have warranted a gimmick match. Mm-hmm. Like these guys don't haven't feuded long enough or don't dislike each other enough to have these matches. Yep. Um, these are like feud enders type things, and these guys haven't even been feuding for a month. I mean, half of the half of the matches were thrown together. And it was like, oh, he used a chair in a match, so they're going to have a chairs match now. Oh, he brought out a table and tried to throw his opponent through it, so they're going to have a tables match. Yeah. Oh, he needs an opponent, so he's going to be in a ladder match. Sure. So. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with them calling it TLC and just having the main event be a TLC, TLC match. Right. I think that's fine. Uh, we don't expect every match on the Hell in a Cell to get like a Cell match, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Although they do, they do do multiple cell matches. And this is also the problem with gimmicky pay-per-views. It's expected. When you see Hell in a Cell three month, three weeks from now, you know exactly what you're getting. Well, we're getting a Hell in a Cell match. The, the allure, Whether it warrants that or not. Right. The allure of the Hell in a Cell is, oh my God, this feud has escalated to such a degree that they have to be put inside this steel cage in which no one can get in under any circumstances. Like, this is... They are going through hell. This is war. You don't get it. It's just like, oh, well, you know, they're just going to have a match now. Every match is... Let's just have a match. Why not? Not every match, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I really wasn't very high on this Mm pay-per-view or a special event, whatever we're calling them now. Yeah. Um, Tables, liars, chairs, and stairs. And guardrails and kendo sticks and exploding televisions well, and fire extinguishers grenades. and bells and I give them a pass on. <sighs> from from me personally, they get a pass on apron, uh, the ring post, the announcer's table, and the guardrail. To me, that is part of the part set. of the part of the ring. So it's in fair play, like right. because if guys were brought outside of the ring and you get Irish whipped into the, like the 
the guardrail or the mm-hmm. or the pole, like that wouldn't be a DQ. He'd be like, "Hey, get the fuck in the ring, guys!" Like, yeah. But like, if you are gonna have a gimmick fucking pay per view, you got to define the fucking gimmick matches in the pay per view. You can't just be like, or just have them all be no DQ matches, like yeah. that's or just say this is there are no DQs on this paper, mm-hmm. like, whatever. But I don't know. Just too. And it's like, okay, it's a chairs match. So chairs are legal. Does that mean countouts are legal? Does that mean that low blows but, are legal? Well, the thing I mean, about TLC is like, okay, it's not really DQ, but also you have to make sure you drag them back in the ring. It's not yeah. false count anywhere. It's like, there's arbitrary. It's so hokey. I don't think it's hokey. It's just sort of arbitrary. It's like, we picked, it's like you had a checklist and you're like, these are the rules we want to follow. These are the rules mm-hmm. we want to follow. Like, just fucking make and it And if clear. this happens, ah, just roll with it. Sure. So. Don't. But yeah, but Big Show ends up getting the win. Um, you know, I guess they're going to have him be booked strongly to go up against Roman Reigns. Um, you know, kind of disappointing to see Rowan get the get the loss. Although, you know, that's one of those things. It's like, okay, well, now what is he going to do? Like, they need to start establishing him as something in order to keep him around. Uh, otherwise, he'll get lost in the uh, in the shuffle. But Big Show ends up getting the the win. Uh, next up was Cena versus Rollins. I figured this would have been uh, either uh, second to last or main event. Um, yeah, it was strange. But yeah, it was very strange to kick off the uh, the second hour of it uh, to have this matchup. Um, way too clustered for me. Um, you know, you've got J and J Security, you've got Big Show, you've got the returning Roman Reigns. There was just too much in this matchup. It was it was sort of overbooked, but here's my problem with it being no DQ. And Rollins has established that he has this entourage of J and J security. Right. So they would look they would look stupid standing around with their thumbs in their asses, like not interfering if the whole because if they did it once or twice, you'd be like, Why don't they just interfere in the whole fucking match? Because yep. they can't. So you have to find a way like around that. Or mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Again, it goes back to that, you know, okay, this is a tables match. They can use a table. What, you know, is, you know, outside interference not allowed or, yeah. is it, you know, it's, it's, again, it goes back to the clarification of the rules. Right. So, I mean, if you establish that they can interfere without throwing the match out, then they're fucking imbeciles to not interfere the whole match, yeah. which they basically did, which from a certain standpoint, I'm okay with because it didn't make them look like incompetent, right? Right. So, but but it did make for like a like a cluster like overbooked match. Like why not just have the match sure. start with you know all three of them in the ring fighting? You know, well they did, didn't they? Pretty much, didn't they? Uh, something hmm. they were. It wasn't very long before they got involved. Yeah, they, they got made, involved pretty. They made often. their presence known, and you know, <laughs> and then Big Show comes down, and you know they they did that false finish where yeah. Cena and Rollins went through the table. Which if that's the case. Why would you have a stop to the match? Just say, hey, it was a tie. Keep going. But they had to have the refs come out who were watching backstage and saw what everyone else saw. And sure. Oh, no, this guy won. No, this guy won. Like, that was a, sort of a waste of time for me. It's like, okay, watch the replay. Oh, okay, they both went through. Okay, restarted. You know, like, why did they have to go through that whole yay, boo kind of thing? I guess they were trying to, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then Big Show comes out to try and take care of Cena. And once again, music cues, let's take our time getting down to the to the ring. You know. There, there's no, I don't think, we've gotten to the point where there's no way around 
if a guy's if a guy's gonna be visible, his music's gonna play. Like, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you like hear someone's music, the then like you should expect someone to be coming if you hear their music. I get that, right? But I figure, I mean, not that I figure, but I feel like we've got to the point where guys are just not coming out if his music's not playing. Yeah, unless it just suits their story somehow. So I mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, like it's it, it, it it's the same scenario from Survivor Series where Triple H is in the ring. Referee comes running out, counts one, two, music cues. Oh, music cue. I got to stop counting and see what's going on and wait for him to walk down to the ring so that he can punch me. Like, going back to the Survivor Series, whenever Triple H is signaling for a referee, that would have been the time for Sting to come out. You know? In this situation, don't have the music. Like, have him jump the barricade and tackle tackle Big Show because if I'm if I'm Big Show and I hear music cue, I know someone's coming. So that sells to me. Okay, I have limited time to do what needs to be done. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna go ahead and take John Cena and put him through the table before he even waddles his way down to the ring. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm gonna say Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Two, two two things. Devil's Advocate. One. Uh. One is. That was Roman Reigns' re-debut. Like, he came back, right. so they want people to know that's him. They want people to be pumped that he's coming. Right. So they're going to hit his music. And secondly, it's just sort of one of those things that's sort of accepted in wrestling now. That like yeah. music, Everything pauses. Right. And I'm not saying that makes it okay or makes it better or there aren't better ways about doing it. It's just one of the things that it's like, even though we kind of criticize it's sort of hard to because it's so ingrained in what we see as wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like... Not, not that it excuses it. I'm just... Right. Saying. But, like, okay, here's a different scenario. Say Big Show's in there. He's got his hand on John Cena, getting ready to give him a choke slam. Music cues. He throws Cena to the ground, looks up to where Roman Reigns normally comes out. Come on, man. Come on. You know, try and stop me. Roman Reigns hops the barricade from the other side where the you know ring announcers and all that are and hops in the ring and takes him out that way that would have been more acceptable to me sure like big show looking like he was preparing for a room and right him from but sure. instead it's i've got my hand on your throat music cues hey uh. what's what's going on hey fellas oh hey roman reigns what you doing oh come on down yeah sure i'll, st- I'll stand right here i like that version I like, like how, you, how you how you said that hey so i don't know it was just silly it was a cluster hey, i didn't like it um, but Cena ends up getting the victory to the surprise of not too many people. Uh, next matchup, we got to see Nikki Bella going up against AJ for the Divas Championship. This match was very flat. The f- crowd didn't care one bit about it. Um, the ending was a bit odd with Nikki spraying something in AJ's eyes, uh, as Brie was getting, a you know, ejected. Brie mode. And, you know, Nikki retains. That's about it. Yeah. So, um... After that, we did get a Roman Reigns interview uh, where he was talking about how he's going to be entered in the Royal Rumble. Um, it seemed to me, and I think a lot of other people, that he kind of forgot what he was saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not a guy who can go... Uh, mm, don't go live. He can't go off the cuffs, right? Yeah. And it seems like, you know, he, he does try to go off the cuff. Or, you know, he is trying to, you know, provide that extra oomph to it. Right. And it just goes off like so cheesy, where he's just like, like he's pausing for effect, but he yes. forgets what he's gonna say. Yes, <laughs> he's like, "Am I worried about what's gonna happen?" I don't know. <laughs> you, 
You tell me. <laughs> I, I really. <laughs> no, nah, just just wait to the rumble, man. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> I cracked it up when he did that shit. Am I worried about what's gonna be happen? Hold up. Hey guys, am I worried about what's gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't see the. I can't see the cue card. Am I can supposed you, to be worried? Can you show me the cue card real quick. Just move. Fuck just, yeah. Just move your head. Just. No. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So um. Yeah, but he'll be in the Royal Rumble. More than likely, he's gonna win. So, uh, you know, if you thought last year was bad of what I did, just wait. Believe that. So uh, next up, we got to see Ryback versus Kane in a chairs match. Uh, again, one of these matches that was kind of just thrown together. Hey, let's put them in there. They'll have a another chairs match. I don't match give a fuck. Crowd doesn't care about. And so Ryback gets the win. Kane basically has gotten to the point where he gets zero reaction, which is really sad because he's such an established guy, but they've done so much to his character that people were just like, I'm done. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I've never been a Kane guy. Yeah. The, the highest Kane's That's gotta be Kane! The highest Kane's ever been on my list is teaming with Brian. So. <laughs> but uh, Ryback ends up getting the victory. Next up, we got to see Rusev going up against Swagger. Um, not the longest match. Not this was short, but I thought this was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, match ends in a uh, ref calling for the bell. I don't rem- I don't think Swagger tapped out, did he? No, he passed. Yeah, he he passed. passed out. Um and then JBL doing his, well, he let down America. <laughs> Whatever. So Rusev ends up getting the victory. Taking us into the TLC match, main event, Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambrose. And these guys threw everything they had at one another and then some. Um, like I said, by the end of it, I was tired. Oh, um, I was asleep. Yeah, Tyler was falling asleep because, I mean, it's just it's too much. It's too much of a spot fest, and it's just like, oh, okay, they're jumping off ladders and doing all this. And it's sad because, like, you want to see all this stuff. Fans chanting, we want tables about stuff all the time. Well, here's, like, five of them. Here's five tables. We're going to go through every single one of them. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, yeah. That's the reaction they were getting. So, you got to get rid of the gimmick pay-per-views. Get rid of Elimination Chamber, which they are. Get rid of Hell in a Cell. Get rid of TLC. Money in the Bank you can keep because that one at least is like one match now. So it has a little bit of importance. Whereas the others... Those are always pretty fun though. Yeah. Plus it's their like get out of jail. Well, not not their get out of jail free. It's their like free pass. Put the title on somebody. Yeah, put the title on him. See how he does for a little right. bit and we'll go from there. But, you know, as far as as far as that goes... Keep it at extreme rules only if that if that's what you want to have. You know, if you want to keep a gimmicky match, make it extreme rules where there are no rules so that anything can happen and it's okay. As opposed to, well, this is a table match, so only tables are legal. Well, we're also going to use chairs or kendo sticks or a TV monitor or something. You know, it's just, mm, it, it frustrates me. So, uh, you know, keep the Royal Rumble. Do a regular pay-per-view, which they are, fast lane. Uh, then they're calling it? Yes. And then... they do with cars. Demolition Derby. Yeah. Well, fast lane, road to WrestleMania. Sure. So Cars are dumb. I don't even like cars, though. Fuck, yeah. fuck cars. Yeah, who needs one? Fuck cars. Yeah. Ugh. Let's walk everywhere. Fuck cars. Walk everywhere. <laughs> um, Take that back. I ain't walking nowhere. Yeah. Maybe keep extreme rules. Keep money in the bank. Keep SummerSlam. You know, keep the big four, obviously. Um, but get rid of the 
gimmicky pay-per-views. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a pay-per-view every month, just have them be normal pay-per-views. Maybe eventually they'll get away from all it. I hope so. They need to. And we've been talking about this for a long time. We get questions about this quite often as well. Um, so what were y'all's thoughts on the matchup itself? I th- I thought it was disappointing. I thought the finish was lame. Yeah. I don't know. Tyler was asleep. <laughs> I, I remember waking up at the end seeing the winner. Yeah. But not, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay. So... <laughs> Just, Some people were like, that's not what happens when you unplug a TV. Like, I get it, but I think that's a bit of a nitpick or whatever. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was saying, I was like, okay, if he's going to hit Bray Wyatt, he needs to unplug that. Otherwise, it's going to snag. Snag. Right. Oh, let me try it again. Okay. Right. All right. Well, I've never, I've never seen electricity spark out like that. Ah. It almost looks like pyro. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the thing. I just thought it was a lame like finish. Yeah. So... And then Bray Wyatt capitalizes on the on the moment and gets the win. So, whatever. So that's how we close out TLC. Um, I think you and I tied for first, Tyler. Uh, I think I keep track there was there was like one match that uh, Doug went away from from us that cost him. I think that was. I don't remember which one it was. I have to go back and listen, but uh, we. I don't even remember who I picked. So you're yeah, better than I me. think I think you only got three wrong, and we only got two wrong, so not too bad. So uh, yeah, diving on into Raw, we kick things off. Raw is Jericho, um, Jericho, Heyman, Rollins, Jericho. Cena. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, a very long opening segment, twenty three minutes. Uh, I think was the uh, official time on it. Uh, they have got to stop doing these. Like, if you're going to have it, make it just a short little opening segment to establish what the main event's going to be. They're not. 23 minutes this went on just so that they could say, okay, we're going to have me versus Paul Heyman, Rollins versus Cena in a steel cage match. That's it. Um, I mean, it was good to see Jericho, and he did all his, you know, Jericho-isms. Um, but by the end of the night, I was sick of looking at him. I was like, okay, I'm done. You're, you know, we're... we're he was... <laughs> Focused on way too much in the first half of the show. They put him. In, they did a lot of stuff with him, not mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, he was backstage." Like general managers, like you know, some people come into the office, like, "Hey, I want this." That they, they, yeah. he, they did the show thing. Mm-hmm. He did that. He was gonna be in a match. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt opening like segment, kind of backstage segment, highlight reel, and a match. So, I don't know, Doug. What do you think about this opening to the show? I thought Heyman was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was sort of annoyed by Jericho. I <laughs> sort of don't like him challenging Heyman. I sort of think that's sort of a lame thing, but I knew once... Don't be a bully. Well, I knew that once <laughs> he started challenging Heyman, I knew that was a setup for Brock to lay him out, so I was okay with it. So yeah. I was like, fine, I'll, I'll take that to see, see Lesnar. See the champ. It. Champ in action. Dig champs. So we got <laughs> so we got to see the uh, opening matchup, Big Show and Luke Harper going up against Eric Rowan and Dolph Ziggler. Um, I don't know how I feel about this matchup. I don't know how I feel about a lot of the matches that happened. It was kind of a lackluster night. Um, you know, I know a lot of the guys were were worn out from uh, from TLC the night before. I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially uh, Ziggler and Harper. Um, you know. 
all bandaged up and everything. But, I knew uh, there, I knew Harper was cut up and Ziggler was cut up too. But uh, mm-hmm. do we do we know for sure if he actually injured his arm or is it, he was selling or what? I'm guessing he was okay by the end of it. I mean, yeah. But uh, I mean, he did have the tape underneath his one of that's his arms. Like, and, that's like cut stuff. Like I yeah. thought he may have like broken something. Yeah. He got, I think he got very lucky with that one. Um, but you know, the matchup was all right. Um, you know. Big Show knocks out Rowan again and uh, ends up that getting the, the victory. Finish. I was supposed to yeah. I remember the finish. Yeah. Very strange to have uh, have the good guy lose two matches in a row the same way. Yeah. Um, but whatever. So we got a backstage segment with Fandango um, and Jericho. Jericho is wanting to slam me back and saying, after my match, I'm going to come out here and get it. And Why didn't you just get it then? But whatever. Who cares? Sure. <laughs> So uh, the next match we got to see Natalia teaming up with Alicia Fox to go up against the Bellas because why not? Oh, and also they had like a backstage segment at TLC with Brie going, I know we've had our differences in the past, but we're sisters and blood is thicker than water. So that's their explanation as to why Brie is now siding with Nikki. Half-ass well, shit. I do think it's entirely possible like what Trish was talking about a few weeks ago, that she's, like, hiding in plain sight, like, mm-hmm. waiting for her opportunity to challenge yeah. uh, Nikki when it's sort of unexpected. or, But they aren't telling... It doesn't seem like they're telling that story. They're not telling any story. I, I think, I'm just saying uh, I don't think it's out of the question. If they want... If, if in a month from now, Bree just turned on Nikki, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. So. No. Well, until then, it, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't play like subtle s- storytelling where you can like assume that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I don't know. I know she wishes that I had died in the womb, but right, we're sisters. There's more important things going on in the world. Well, I buy <laughs> that you can say some fucked up shit to your sister, or your brother, or your sibling, whatever, and then be cool about it later. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't read like I, I don't know. It just that was it reads a quick weird. switch. Yeah. and That didn't make sense. Yeah. But uh, Natalia and Alicia Fox end up getting the victory. It was a very short matchup. Also, something weird. Tyson came out and <laughs> was checking on uh, one of the Bellas or whatever. Yeah. Bree. Yeah. And uh, he did send out a tweet later on that night. Did you happen to see it? He was he was basically talking about, you know, I've known the Bellas for a long time. I just wanted to make sure they were okay. I, I like I, I'm scared to... To look at Twitter involving Tyson and Natalia after I accidentally <laughs> tweeted them about their dead cat. <laughs> Total accident. It was not meant to be like crass or like mm-hmm. whatever. It's just like, <laughs> nope, stay away from those guys. Yep. Just uh, <laughs> avoid if you can. I forgot that uh, their their cat had died. I thought, I knew they had got a new one. I knew that it happened. You got the names mixed up. Yeah, I got the names. I uh-huh. called I called the new cat the old cat's name. They're probably like, you bastard. You're on my blacklist. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So uh, Natalia and Alicia Fox end up getting the victory. Probably ever played it. They probably didn't even read the fucking tweet. They probably no. got at mentioned like a million times. <laughs> it's like buried in some list somewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, next up, we got the highlight reel with Chris Jericho. He calls out Rusev and Lana and talking about how they're Just so uptight. Yeah, her. very schoolboy-esque. Like, oh, you two like each other. Well, that's, that's Jericho. Rusev and Lana sitting in a tree. K-I- he literally saying that. Yeah. Like, this is elementary school stuff. You, you know, if, if you think about it, uh, Rock and Jericho are like almost the same. Yes. Yes, they are. They both come in with, uh, with their little... Uh, 
isms, and they're very don't work so well these days. Not so much. Also, Lana, Lana, Lana. What was with the bun? Don't get so creative. The basic bun like, is fine. It was like it was like a braid into a bun. It was like yeah. some. Don't get experimental with the bun. K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. I'm not calling you stupid, Lana. I'm just you never saying. heard that. K I S S. Yeah. Keep it. Keep it simple, stupid. Huh. Just go with the traditional bun, Lana. Yeah. Don't get so you look creative. Just fine. Don't get creative bun. with the bun. I, the whole time I was like, what in the fuck is wrong with her hair? <laughs> what is wrong with that woman's hair? <laughs> Or wear stop, it, stop wear, staring at it. If you're gonna do something different, just wear it down. It looks great when it's down. When I saw it down, it threw me off. I was like, "Whoa, this that's is weird. Th- this chick. This is weird. I thought it was weird. Yeah, her and her lingerie. I prefer it up. Yeah, I just get, don't get it. Keep it in the bun. Keep it out of the way. Don't get creative. Uh, bottom. Keep it out. Of uh, the way. Yeah, get that hair out of there. You're gonna make some jokes about uh, how you like each other and you're secretly dating and booyah, kiss and Sputnik. So, uh, and that prompts Ryback to come out because he's apparently wanting to fight him. And Rusev backs down, saying, I'm the champ, whatever. Dick champ. Dick champs. So, uh, yeah. So, next up, we got to see Big E and Xavier of the New Day going up against Gold and Stardust with uh, uh, Kofi Kingston on commentary saying, saying, we don't have a hidden agenda. New Day. New Day. Oh, my God. New Day. New day, new day. Oh, new my brothers! Day. Thank you, and Sister Good Renee. Lord. What? It's like my brothers and Sister Renee. Mm-hmm. Renee Young. It's like, oh no, I have a sweating problem. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they they asked Kofi what the hidden agenda was, and he's like, nothing. We're just here to spread spread the word, be happy, and love what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Be positive. Be positive. Yeah. So. uh Thoughts on this match? Thoughts on the new day of what they're doing? Is there a hidden, a, hidden agenda? I feel like I don't care with them. I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm still going to watch it and wait, you know, see what's going to happen, but I just don't like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Doug? I forgot the question. What do you think about the new day? Is there a hidden agenda? What do you think about the matchup? I don't think there's a hidden agenda. Yeah. I think they're, just, I think they're just positive. Mm. These dudes are getting off on positivity. Yeah. I'm so positive. Ah. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> Stay that getting off on positivity. Yeah, no, we get it. We get it. We get it. We're just still <laughs> stunned by it. <laughs> that one step closer to losing that best man status. So uh, the crowd didn't care about this match at all. They were chanting NXT, CM Punk, Jerry, Michael Cole, JBL, and all that stuff. So, uh, but Big E and Xavier end up getting the victory, chanting. And then what's what I find most interesting is that the fans literally chanted "New Day sucks" during the match, and then when they won, they started doing the "New Day, New Day, New Day, New Day." They started doing that. So, they just don't give a fuck. It's no. like the fucking chant shit. Yep, they do. So, whatever. So, then after that, we got to see Adam Rose going up against Kane. And this was a short matchup that Kane got zero reaction for. You can't not respond to a call and response. Yeah. That's not how it works. Um, well, I mean, if you're not liking I the know. guys. I know, I know. But, um, bad joke. Yeah. Worse than so, Stray Bears. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> joke. Gets, gets getting off with positivity. 
positively getting off. So Kane ends up defeating Adam Rose and then tombstone tombstoning the bunny, which that probably brought the biggest pop of the night whenever they delivered the tombstone to the bunny. Um, which I thought his uh, head was going to pop off. Pop but off. I'm glad that they, uh, I don't know what it is, but. Made whatever adjustment turn, needed to yeah, be. Yeah, whenever you turn him upside down, it doesn't fall off. Our sports station down the hall has a uh, uh, an alligator costume. And the head has elastic bands that actually go underneath the arms. Interesting. So like you can put you can put your arms through it so that it doesn't fall off or anything. So maybe that's what they do. We should use that alligator suit. Slater Gator. Or something. That'd be cool. So uh You get yeah. that and we got that uh hey, that chicken. Who did Titus Russell on SmackDown? Not the one today, but from last week. Oh god. Who did he wrestle? I don't know. I didn't get to catch SmackDown. Oh. But, um, yeah, we're not going to talk about SmackDown for this week unless you want to just touch up a little bit on it after this. But um, Well, seeing how you guys are just dying to from what you just said. I WWE guess, week. I guess we could pass since Woo! you guys are just frothing at the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Um, but, yeah. So, after that, um, we got to see Jericho come out, Paul Heyman come out. Offer him to write him a check for two hundred dollars that he owed them, and you know, hey, let's look at look and see what the WWE universe picked for your match. It's one of three options, and they're exactly the same. Yay. Do you want a no holds barred match, which is no DQ? Do you want a street fight, which is no DQ? Or do you want an extreme rules match, which is no DQ? And it doesn't matter what the fans pick because it's all the same match. So. Heyman tries to talk his way out of it and then says, well, I can't believe you would pick a match with Brock Lesnar, bringing Brock Lesnar coming out. He comes out and, you know, demolishes Chris Jericho, delivers Careful. delivers the F5 to him. Don't hurt I'm not hurting wow. myself. So, Don't hurt yourself. so what were your thoughts on the return of Brock Lesnar? Um, I always, see, I always enjoy seeing Brock. It's always... Mm-hmm. It's always great to see him. Um, it's just an added bonus that Jericho was super annoying all night, and then Lesnar went out there and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> it's that little icing on the cake. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. It's the little things in life, dude. Yeah. It's the little things. Enjoy the little things. That's right. So, uh, and what's what cracks me up is that whenever Lesnar attacked, the fans chanted for Cena, 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 who. Much like leading into Survivor Series, was nowhere to be seen. Um, you know, someone who is so amped up and hyped and ready to face the beast for his title does not appear for that. So he didn't help his team at Survivor Series, and he didn't jump at the chance to make his How presence. How do you know home. John Cena wasn't taking a shit during this? <laughs> What if he couldn't make? What if he was trying to wipe and get his pants up, and then Lesnar walked out? Mm. I would think by the time he heard the music resound through the arena, were you gonna stop mid shit to go fight? No, you're I gonna mean, finish your shit. If you got business to you take can't care of, stop mid shit. No, <laughs> you don't stop mid shit. If you got business to take care of, you never Meaning stop. Meaning, if you're shitting, you keep <laughs> shitting. <laughs> It's like, oh, no, no, no. Right, okay, I'm good. No, 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 I got to finish this. No, I was watching this. I, was I watching don't care how bad I want to fight someone. If I'm mid-shit, I'm finishing the shit. 
Well, we're just learning all kinds of interesting things today. You, <laughs> wait, you wouldn't? That's more the you saying you would stop mid shit is way more interesting than me saying I would I would finish my shit before I fight someone. I don't know. It depends on the situation. What? Suck it up. No, come on. What if there's a fire? Well, then you, you can shit your pants in a fire. But <laughs> those different fire. rules, man. Different rules. Yeah. Please, please explain. Oh, please elaborate. Go ahead. I don't think he was in the bathroom. How about that? No, 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 no. Elaborate about you mm. saying you may or may not stop mid shit to go fight someone. What is the circumstance you could see stopping mid shit? I can't see any situation where I would fight someone to begin with, let alone leave the bathroom in order to do it. Well, don't be throwing off those false claims like that and then talking <laughs> down on me for saying I would finish my shit before. You are more than entitled to finish your shit. I, I know. Okay. And I think it's the appropriate. It. Weigh in on the Facebook page. <laughs> if you would finish your shit under any circumstances, you would finish your shit before fighting someone, or if you would stop mid shit, which I don't even think is possible to go fight. <laughs> Please let us know. Okay, there we go. I agree. I, I don't think that's possible. Mid stop mid shit. <laughs> Did you try that and say, okay, no, I gotta go. No, I gotta finish. This I gotta shit. finish this. Yeah, I've started. I I can't stop. So see it all the way through. <laughs> So we got to see Fandango come out, and Roman. I didn't get to see this part where Roman Reigns comes out. Did you ever get to the thing where he does the blah 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 blah, all the making fun of his name a hundred different ways that it was all really lame. Yeah. Oh wait, is that before this one? That was in the opening segment. Yeah, that was up in a segment. Oh yeah, because Lesnar just killed him like last. (laughs) Yeah. So um, so apparently Roman Reigns. This is where he actually had a match. Oh. Okay. 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 He was gonna wrestle. he wrestled. Roman Reigns. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, was it an actual match or was it just It didn't really get Reigns started. comes out and just Reigns comes knocks out. him out and <gasps> grabs the mic and before he can say something, apparently he was interrupted by Big Show. Right. And then Reigns tried to fight him off. Right. Okay. Anything else from that? Not I think really. John Cena is probably still in the bathroom. <laughs> So uh, after that, we got to see Jimmy Uso. Dump. You gotta think if you're if you're backstage at a WWE locker room and you see like jean shorts and sneakers under a stall, <laughs> you're like that's Cena, right? <laughs> you're like do anything you. I can't see it, but I sure can smell. Well, it. Like, yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, if, like, I bet he... they plan their attacks around that. I'd be like, if if I was a villainous bad guy and I was gonna do something <laughs> dastardly. I would check under the stalls to see if I saw like jean shorts and sneakers. Then I'm like, "Yo, Cena's shitting. Let's do our shit right now." What like, if that's Cena was on the toilet and his legs are like he's kicking his legs back and forth and here dun 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 dun. He just like he's like singing his own song while he's on the toilet. Why? Who kicks their legs on the toilet? I don't know. He made first of all, he's music. Not, first of all, he's not a Muppet baby with some <laughs> tiny ass legs that are swinging well, off. Well, there is <laughs> a big toilet in certain places. Okay, man. How big of a toilet do you need to make a man who is like six foot five dangle his feet his seat is no matter what toilet Cena's is <laughs> shitting on his feet are on the ground <laughs> Cena's feet always on the ground while shitting. See, i don't want to see someone create a big toilet <laughs> he is all about like butt jokes and farts and shits and he started the shits no you started it at tlc with nothing but farts yeah, but I stopped afterwards, and y'all continued it. So y'all brought the the farts out of me. I don't know. Look, I'm just like 
I'm just saying it is completely plausible that that's why Skinner didn't come out. He could have been taking a shit. Okay. Very possible. Man has a good point. Yep. So the next matchup, we got to see Jimmy that's Uso. fucking bulletproof logic. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Uso going up against The Miz. Uh, what did y'all think about the matchup? I didn't get to check. I didn't get to see it. I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, there was not much to this. It was... Mm. Uh, sorry. There was, <laughs> there was that. God. I really don't remember too much. Yeah. I heard Jimmy... Uh, Kind of being a little heelish during the match. Well, they're playing off all the Miz stuff with Naomi, and the, he's well. Good. And how's he? And how he comes off as you know, he's the jealous boyfriend. He don't give a shit. He'll smack the. Did fucking. we even talk about the Miz down Miz match versus the Usos for TLC? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Well, not good enough for us to talk about. So, um, ended oh, well. in a disqualification. Whatever. I'm I'm starting to get over this Ms. Dow thing. No, you're not. It just uh, it's, they crossed the line. They went they went overboard. With they went voodoo doll. There's a way they could do it and make it work for me. Uh, apparently, it works for most people though because they yeah. they want. Ms. I Dow. mean, it's still somewhat entertaining, but as far as like not for me. like oh dude, this is great. I'm like okay, I'm yeah. Oh, haha. Not even that for me. <laughs> I'm actively like just stop. Yeah, just stop it. The time has passed. So apparently uh, Naomi was backstage and Miz went up to talk to her and it's like, hey, if you want this music deal or whatever, I'm the guy to talk to. Well, he got her a Divas uh, Championship match. Divas Championship match, which didn't pan out too well for her, thanks to the Miz and Jimmy. Whatevs. So final matchup of the night, Seth Rollins going up against Cena in a steel cage match. Uh, I actually thought that this match was a little bit better than their TLC match. Pretty good. Um... You know, again, J and J security making their presence known, just not as much. Um, this is perfectly fine for a raw made event like mm-hmm. stuff. Oh yeah, fun. yeah. Um, and I like that they're actually getting a bit of a feud. You know, I'm 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 digging it. Um, but one thing that I like to see if if this is a big hypothetical if if they were going to have Rollins cash in at WrestleMania. They need to take him off of TV pretty soon, which I know would be really bad because he's been he's been one of the top performers in the last few months. What do you mean by take him off TV? Like, have him like faking like do an injury angle or something. Like, have him go out and people are gonna be like, "Oh no, the status of the you know Money in the Bank is up in the air. Will he be able to return in time to to cash it in?" And then you know have him skip Royal Rumble, have him skip Fastlane. And have him return at WrestleMania to to cash in. I don't see that happening. No. Yeah, I don't. I either, don't see them taking. They they sort of they don't have. They need the star power. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that kind of stopped me from going. Yeah, that's a good idea. But whatever. So uh, I mean, Seth, he's effectively their top heel. Oh yeah. Um. You know, who's there mean, full time at least? Yeah, I mean, Lesnar is your top heel, but he's not there. Yeah, but uh, speaking of Lesnar, he did come out, make his presence known, attack John Cena, give him the three suplexes, then the F5, uh, Paul Heyman shaking his hand, uh, that being Rollins, and then uh, Rollins gracefully stepping out of the steel cage to get the victory. Well, he stopped them dead, insulted yeah, that, injury. Yeah, that too. So, uh, but good stuff. Um, I'm liking that they're, you know, 
in some form or fashion, Rollins is getting these victories over Cena. Like, he pinned him at Survivor Series. Now he's won the Steel Cage match. You know, so it's like, well, yeah, he won in dirty tactics. Well, yeah, he's a heel, and he's one of the top heels. Uh, so you got to have a reason to hate him. But this is also looking really good as establishing him. Well, I know we're not – you guys don't want to get into SmackDown, but what's sort of weird is he did a job to Ziggler in the middle yeah. of SmackDown. So, not that that's but that's necess- with bruised ribs. I'm not saying it's <laughs> I'm not saying it's necessarily the wrong call. I'm saying it's interesting booking choice. Yeah, like you build him strong, then you build him weak. Then you build him strong, then you build him weak. There are a lot of up and downs. Yeah, you know, they're trying to trying to build a lot of people while also keeping the weaker guys look strong, and it's just too much. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but uh. All in all, that matchup was was probably the better of the of the night. Um, the rest of the Raw was fairly passable, um, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So be on the lookout next week. Ho Ho Hogan is going to be making a, an appearance. Brother Hulk Hogan playing Santa Claus, and there was a, a large outcry as to why Mick Foley was not going to be portrayed as santa claus and uh he actually responded you know thank you very much for the for thinking of me as far as that i love being good old saint mick uh unfortunately i do have prior engagements that i you know have to stay true to so uh at least he gave a reason for the fans who were who were wondering um so yeah so be on the lookout for that time to move into some hot topic news uh we've been hyping it for a couple weeks the event it's gonna be buzzing around the uh, wrestling world jeff jarrett Going to be on the show next week. He's uh, he's retweeted a couple of, of stuff about it, so he's uh, he's getting pumped. He's getting excited. We're going to be talking about Global Force Wrestling. We've also got uh, a lot of uh, submitted questions. We've gotten a lot of those. Um, so, you know, you have just a – well, by the time this comes out, the, we'll already – have done the interview, so uh, so thank you all for the uh, for the questions. We'll be doing the interview later this week, and then it'll be up for uh, for next week's show, or maybe for those of you who subscribe to YouTube, I might upload it a little early, but we'll just have to see for that. Um, in ROH news, Alberto El Patron, he will be uh, making his debut against Christopher Daniels. So uh, I know Tyler, you were mentioning earlier, you're pretty hyped up for that match. Yeah, it's just really cool just. Uh see him versus some people that you want to see. Some cool matchups that that will be had in ROH. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's... I would like to see him... Uh, uh, who was it? AJ Styles. Yeah. And him, you know? That'd, That'd be, be pretty, pretty cool. good. Yeah. Good stuff. Or, you know, like, maybe him or versus Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Well... They they have to. He's he's got a couple of dates with him. I know he's. I think he's um, he's going to work a pay per view and a, and a set of TV taping. So nice. The smart thing to do with him is to present a couple of matchups like your Daniels and your AJ, like like a XTNA guys versus an XWWE guy. And then, <laughs> but then you also got to put him up against like your own guys. It's a yeah smartest use of your money. Mm-hmm. Think they'll put him against the main champion. Well, America. you said Jay. Jay. I mean, Jay. Yeah. Is, I mean, you think so? Do I think they'll put him in? His, uh, I don't know. Depends Possibly. on how long they have him for. Sure. So we'll have to see how that all turns out. Um, in WWE 2K15 news, the first bit of DLC is now available. Hulk Hogan, red and yellow, as well as Hollywood. 
the uh, WCW pack. That's pretty fast for that to come out. Yeah, but I mean, that I'm glad part, that it's out. The Hogan. Yeah, uh, so you can get the Hogan red and yellow as well as Hollywood Hogan, the uh, WCW pack, which features DDP, Steven Regal, Fit Finley, Lex Luger, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, and also if you have the season pass, which I do, uh, Paige. I do not have that season pass. I need to get it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, get that. And get the accelerator, although you already purchased the accelerator. Yeah. But yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so there you go. Any any other hot topic news from you guys? Uh, let's say no. I don't know. Okay. So with that being said, it's time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First and only question coming to us from Trish saying, question for you guys. If you could change one match, match outcome from TLC or the Ip, NXT or the Epic NXT Revolution or our evolution, which would it be and why? One match from NXT or TLC? Yes. Let's see, I'm trying to run down in my head the finishes. Um, hmm. uh, Maybe have Dean Ambrose win. Although they're saying that they booked Bray Wyatt wins because he might be the front runner for an opponent for... WrestleMania for The Undertaker, which is really weird. I don't think that should happen. Well, I think it's still pretty up in the air if Taker wants to come back or not. Yeah. I think he should, and I think he should just... I think he should stay gone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Let's see. One finish, one finish. Give Rowan the win, although they're trying to book Big Show strong. Yeah, I'm not torn up about that. Uh, Um, I would have liked to see Harper retain, but it looks like they're actually going to run with... uh, Ziggler for a little while, so I'm okay with him getting the belt back. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would have liked to have just seen the Usos take the fucking belts off of Miz and Sandra. Yeah. I, uh... It's just because I'm tired of fucking the Sandra shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the match, but I kind of would have preferred Luke Harper to keep the title. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I actually didn't really have too many problems with the card uh, as far as the uh, the outcomes, but, uh, yeah. So there you go. So thank you very much. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Player.fm. So search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, Twitter, at WNS Podcast, at WNS underscore Daniel, at Tyler underscore Bear. And we're also on Twitch.tv slash WNS Podcast. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Weber. I'm Doug, Teenager of the Year. The month. Does not stop mid-shit, and we will catch you all next week.